Welcome to the Dear Business Diary podcast. This is all about demystifying entrepreneurship, giving you real and authentic insights into a service-based business, and encouraging you to ditch the online business rules out there, create your own, and run your business your own way. Based on your personality, what you're here to do, how you operate best, and the business strategies that fit you. Small disclaimer though, these are my perspectives and opinions based on my experience, so please always take into account other perspectives. Let everything run through your body, through your systems, take what works for you and leave the rest. Now let's hop right into it. I just want to introduce to you my ideas for this second season of this podcast. This season is going to be about reconnecting with yourself and showing up authentically in your life and business. So in order to do that, I'm going to have some experts coming to introduce us to all the different self-development tools, such as Gene Keys, Human Design, DISC, Enneagram, etc. And I'll show you how I use these tools in my life and in my business to reconnect with myself. It is very important for me, though, that you understand that there is not one single tool that will save your life and your business like one single tool that would tell you the whole truth about you it is really about taking a combination of these tools looking for recurring themes and then testing implementing and experimenting with them to see what resonates then you can decide what you want to keep using and what you want to ditch so there are really no rules here so really only use what resonates with you it doesn't mean that you know the tool is wrong or that you are wrong or whatever you are already whole so like stay open and keep on experimenting let me know how this journey goes for you hello hello everyone and welcome to the dear business diary podcast i am very excited because today i have another guest expert for you here her name is l hart and as someone who thrives on meeting new people that she can help move forward, Elle Hart found her calling by creating a self-intelligence consulting practice after being a stay-at-home mom for 25 years, raising three boys. Like, oh my God. <laughs> a natural way of connecting on such a personalized level not only brings clarity to your strengths, but sets you up to feel empowered every day simply by being yourself. She enjoys sharing her story in hopes that it brings inspiration to those who may be struggling. And that is exactly why I have you on this podcast. Like I wanted you um, to be this like, guest expert to talk more about the Clifton Strengths Assessment and how we can use that uh, to reconnect with our true self um, and use it to authentically express ourselves in our life and in our business. I'm very happy that you're here. And I would say we'll dive right into it. Can you tell us more about who you are and what you do? Yes, thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here with you. Um, like you said, I'm Elle Hart and I'm a self-intelligence consultant. And I came across that through, um, you mentioned it, you know, a bit in the intro there. I, I was a stay-at-home mom for 25 years before that. Even as a teenager growing up, I was always very outgoing, but I think people think that outgoing means confident. And it doesn't always, sometimes, but not always. And so I didn't really have a lot of confidence in myself and who I was and how I do things best and how I should show up in the world. I really relied on other people to try to help me frame that through their validations, through their opinions, through their perspective of me. And I relied so much on other people to give me my sense of identity. So I married my college sweetheart while still in college. We started a family young. 
I had three boys. I stayed home with them for the most part over the 25 years of raising them. And I loved every minute of it. The only thing I ever was sure of growing up in life is that I wanted to be a mom. I changed my major like five times in college. I did not really know what I wanted to do outside of that. So, um, but as the years went on, I realized that there is more to me and there's more to life than my role of being a mom. And as my kids got older, I also realized this role does not last through retirement. Yes, you're always a mom, but boy, does it change when they become adults and they go out on their own, which it should. You want them to be independent. That's the goal of raising them. So I ended up um, finding myself at the same year that I was empty nesting, I also was divorcing at the same time. So I went from being completely all about my whole family and taking care of everybody's needs to, oh my gosh, I am here by myself in this world and I have no idea what that means for me. So I had a little panic attack or a very large panic attack. <laughs> I had to try to figure out what, what does this mean for me? How do I show up? And I learned a lot about myself in the divorce process. And I realized that in order to grow, I needed to go. I couldn't stay where I was. I loved my my friends that supported me. They were amazing throughout the years and especially during that um, difficult time in my life. But it wasn't the same. I, I, I wasn't the same person and I wasn't in the same dynamic. So I needed to figure something else out. And I literally opened up a map and looked at the, the whole country, the United States. And I'm like, where do I belong? What should I do? Where should I go? I was just outside of Chicago at the time. I'd grown up in Michigan. I didn't want to go back home. And I chose to go out to California, to San Diego. I didn't know anybody there. My kids were not at the point yet of being sort of grounded. They were all in transition as well. So it wasn't obvious for me to go live near one of them. But my youngest ended up going to San Diego State University. But we were like at polar opposite ends of the, the whole county. So I still feel like I was there alone because I promised him I was not following him to college. <laughs> I was not going to um, inundate myself in his life. I was going to let him do his thing and I was doing my thing. So I ended up having to find a full-time job for the first time. I lived alone for the first time in my life. I went and got, I, I left my car with my son. I got on a one-way ticket plane and plane ride. And I, I got a car. I just did all of these things for the very first time in my life. I felt like I was 23 when I was 46. So I was again, trying to figure out how do I show up? Who am I? So I took a lot of different personality tests along the way. And they were interesting, but none of them really had a major impact, even including the Clifton Strengths Assessment when I first took it. Um, it was very overwhelming, the results. It was the only one that gave me a very personalized result versus putting me into some type of category 
or number or box or whatever, you know, like some of them do. But um, it wasn't until I was attending a leadership conference where a gentleman went on stage and started talking about the Clifton Strengths in a different way than what the report sounded. And boy, the light bulbs went off at the time. And I just got so excited because I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm I'm seeing light through the trees for the very first time. And I'm understanding myself on a level that I never realized I could. And I think a lot of that is because when we try to peel back the layers or, or whatever it is that we're doing to try to understand ourselves better, no matter what, we're always going to be looking through a lens that is tainted with judgments, previous experiences, other people's opinions, you know, you name it, just life in general, everything that comes at us. And um, it's really hard to gain a true sense of clarity because what we're good at or our gifts that we bring to the world, often we don't think of as being gifts. We're just like, we minimize them and we think, oh, that's no big deal. Doesn't everybody do that? No, not everybody does that. And and yes, those things that you shrug off are a big deal. And it turns out that some of my top strengths were things that I had been chastised for for years. So I actually thought it was a bad thing about myself. And it took me a lot of studying under this, this gentleman. His name is Eddie Villa. And he has um, a coaching business called Unleash Your Strengths. And I studied like crazy under him. And it took until that process for me to realize like, oh, these, these things are positive attributes. So that's, that's the most of it there in the nutshell as to my story and how I got to where I'm at now. I love this. Thanks so much for sharing. So like openly and vulnerably, like I, your story is so powerful and you had some really valid points in there. Like the thing with with personality tests is I feel like with most of them, you know, we take them, we read the thing, we sometimes do not resonate. And then it's like, okay, I'll put it back and I'll never read it again. But it's not actually about like reading the results. It's about actually how can I implement this in my life and how can you how can I embody the information? How can I actually work with this information? Most people are just aware, but yes. they're not actually implementing. And that is where magic is going to happen. And that is where you can truly like reconnect with yourself if you start implementing the things. And I loved it. Like um, when you said that most people, the gifts and the talents that they have, they just seem so natural. It's true. Like we always assume that how we think and what we do is normal because I mean, we're doing it on a daily basis, right? So it's nothing special, but it is like, we are all here with a different mission and with different gifts. So it's super, super important and not selfish at all to acknowledge that for yourself, like what your right. gifts are. So amazing. But coming back to the uh, Clifton Strengths Assessment, can you tell us what it actually is? Yeah, so it's um, it's run through Gallup and it was designed by a positive psychologist named Don Clifton. And he discovered that there's 34 traits every single one of us uses but we all use in a different way. So he designed an assessment that you take online and you answer a series of questions. And some of them, it can be frustrating to take sometimes because some of the questions can be redundant, but it's 
all designed for a reason. We want to make sure that we're answering without thinking. You only get 20 seconds per answer too. You don't want to overthink it and try to choose what you think is the right answer. You want to just go with your gut. And so sometimes it takes a few rounds to really get to that answer. And then he, they rank all 34 traits, one through 34, according to how you use them best. And your results are going to be unlike anybody else in the entire world. Now, when you work with a, a Gallup coach, typically what they do is they talk about your top five and they use it more in a corporate setting where they try to figure out, okay, here's your top five traits. Here's your top five traits. This is how these are people will work best together to form a team or be productive and, and that whole thing. The coach that I uh, studied under who is Gallup certified, he, he has taken them to a whole nother level. So what I've learned to do is go through people's top 10 and almost just importantly as their bottom five, because your bottom five are not your weaknesses. They're not things because when we think of weakness, we think of like, oh, I have to work at it harder. I have to put more time and energy. You know, think about school. If you don't do well in math, but you do really well in writing, what does everybody want you to spend your time doing? More math to try to get better at math. And their idea is, no, put your energy into writing and become an amazing writer and somebody else can take care of math and that's okay. And so that's how our strengths work as well. The bottom ones are ones that will show up in our lives probably on a daily basis. They're where we go when we're doubting ourselves, when we're feeling unsure, when we are when we can't figure out why we're stuck. We're probably going about things from one of our bottom strengths or a combination of the bottom ones. And they're often the ones that we, we think we should be more like. We look at other people and we think, oh, they're, you know, they're so scheduled and, and they, you know, are just so on top of everything. I need to be more like that because I'm so la la wishy-washy go with the flow. And so we view what we have as, as negative and, oh, but somebody else is like this. So I need to try to be more like that. And, and that's not true. So um, I, I teach people their top 10 and their, and their bottom five. And at the same time that I was learning about the Clifton Strengths, it just so happened I was working in a middle school and all of the kids there just, this was pre-pandemic even, so much anxiety and, and stress and heaviness on these middle schoolers. And a lot of them felt very comfortable to talk to me. And I, I realized that I, again, was using my strengths and, and sometimes didn't even realize it in the way that I was connecting with them, the way that I spoke to them, the perspective that I tried to offer, things like that. And I, so I thought I have to help them in another way. I have to figure out. And so I started studying emotional intelligence at the same time. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh my gosh, match made in heaven. Because um, tr true to me and how I do things, I have now taken the emotional intelligence um, idea and created my own framework as a spinoff from it. And I call it self-intelligence, but both have the foundation of self-awareness. And again, like I mentioned, when we try to become self-aware on our own, we're too tainted in our lenses. We have too many smudges 
in, in what we're seeing. And then we hire somebody, a coach or a therapist or whatever, to try to help us figure these things out, which is can be awesome. But for the self-awareness process, they're bringing in their own biases and their own perspectives and their own smudges on their lenses as to who they think we are. And again, we're just learning to depend on somebody else then to tell us. So the results that you get from the Clifton Strengths Assessment is an object, objective, unbiased, raw look at your self-awareness. And the thing I love about it, there's nothing negative about it. There's no like, oh, I need to change this or, oh, I'm not as good because of this. So I took that and used that as the basis and a foundation for my whole self-intelligence framework then. Amazing. Yes. It makes so much sense. Seriously. <laughs> so <laughs> what would you say, like, how did your life change when you implemented the Clifton Strengths and how do you actually use it on a daily basis in your life and business? A lot of it is just having the vocabulary to, again, understand yourself better and, and not beat yourself up then and realize that when you do drop into your bottom strengths, you can, you can say, Oh, wait a minute. I'm not feeling good. I'm stressed. I'm whatever. Yep. Got it. I'm coming from this strength right now. Makes sense. Boom. Here's how to pull myself back up into my top strengths. And so even that can happen with your, your relationships. And I I say that everything in life is a relationship, whether it's with other people, you know, just your, your tight knit people or your acquaintances, Um, interactions that you have throughout the day, even as far as driving money, food, time, all of that is a relationship. But all of those are based on the ones that we have with ourselves first. So when we're in a good place with ourselves, then we can present ourselves out into the world with more confidence and more certainty. And we feel like we, even if we drop into the bottom ones, then, then we know and we can, we can be okay with that and give ourselves grace And then again, have the awareness to be able to go back up into our top strength. So it has affected me in personally and professionally. I, I learned how to set boundaries for myself. First of all, I learned me. So I I understood me and I didn't have to depend on anybody else to, to determine me. And then I learned how to set boundaries um, empathy, empathy is my number three strength. And when it, when you have the empathy strength high, you sometimes have a hard time setting boundaries. So just because something is high for you, I also teach that there's bridges and tunnels to each of the strengths too. So there's things to become mindful of and aware of and say, yes, I am. I naturally have empathy with other people and I take on their feelings and I take, but I also need to be aware that that can also taken too far or not used appropriately can cause me stress as well. So I need to learn how to set boundaries. So I've done that and I have an amazing, wonderful relationship now. Um, And I feel confident to, I, I quit the job at the school. I started my own practice with teaching other people this information about themselves. And I work with age of 13, all the way up to, you know, in your seventies, eighties, whatever, all age groups. I work with couples. I do their strengths side by side and help them understand each other's processes. You know, we all say we wish people came with a manual. 
this is as close as we're going to get. <laughs> so I give you the manual and the roadmap to your life. And then I don't tell you what you should or shouldn't do. You determine that. You just know how you do it best. I never would have had the confidence to do that in myself before. I lean into my strengths now. And I even just recently purchased a building and I'm opening a co-working space in this. I, I have since moved from California to a small town in Ohio and I'm opening a co-working space. I am leaning heavily into my strengths to make this happen because if I overthink it and I compare myself and I go down into my bottom strengths, I never would have pulled the trigger in doing something like this. So it has affected my life in so many ways, even the relationship I have with my kids too. Um, I've gone through all their strengths. So I understand them so much differently than I did. And boy, I wish I would have had that information when they were teenagers because it would have saved a lot of arguments between us. A lot of nerves and energy and time. Gray hairs. That as well. I love it. Wow. So like so many tangible results in all the different areas in your life, right? Yes. Amazing. I mean, you touched upon it now, but as a summary, what what would you say are like the main benefits of using the Clifton Strengths assessment? It's like, like I said, it's like a manual or roadmap. It it gives you one of the things a lot of my clients tell me after having a session with me is I feel like I have permission now to be myself. And whether you think you need permission or not, some at some points in our life, we all do, to a certain extent, at least. And I feel like it it gave me permission to be me. And, and then also on top of that, be me unapologetically and don't worry about what other people think and say about it. So that was a huge, huge hurdle for me to get over. And I mean, I was nearly 50 years old when this was happening in my life. So it's, you know, it doesn't matter what age or stage. And and do I wish I would have had this information and knowledge about myself younger? Absolutely. But um, boy, I'm glad to have it now. Yeah, you were meant to have this at this certain stage in your life. And I mean, yes. you are using your gifts now. So that's amazing. I mean, some people never use their gifts. So right. You are already so many steps ahead. And I mean, you're doing this powerful service of helping other people reconnecting with themselves. So that is super, super cool. What would be your number one tip for anyone who wants to start using this tool in, in their business or in their life? Like where, where should they begin? Where should they start? Um, well, take the assessment to begin with. But then um, whether you work with me or, or you reach out to my mentor, Eddie, or, or you find somebody else to help you kind of interpret and like you said, embody and learn to actually implement these strengths, that's huge right there is just, you know, you, you said it best, you can take these tests and you can read it, but if you don't actually apply it to your life, it's going to fall flat and you're just going to go back into your own path of doing things, um, whether some of that is right for you or not. Um, but also getting a little bit more detailed about it, you need to let go of the names of some of the traits. They had to put a name to it, right? We, we have to categorize in, in some way and put a name to it. And I have a lot of clients get caught, including myself when I first got my results, get caught up 
in the name of one of the traits and you get stuck on the fact that, oh no, I don't want this to be higher. Isn't that bad that that's low because you're stuck on the label. Whereas when we go deeper and we understand and when I work with people, the next step in my self-intelligence process is self-understanding. And so when I talk about each of these traits, I don't just give a plug and play definition for each one. I take into account what other ones are showing up around it, which ones are on your bottom and how does that affect really what the definition for you is in your top. So remember that they're all going to mean something different for each one of us as well. I'm so happy that you mentioned that. And I was laughing because I think it's so funny about people that like we don't want to be put in a box right but then when yeah. we do this test it's like yes please put me in a box and then I understand <laughs> myself it's like right why? like it doesn't make any sense at all and then whenever we try to explain ourselves we're like oh I'm a Myers-Briggs like ENFWP and then I'm a three and the projector so that means I don't have any energy and blah 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 blah, blah. and then we're putting ourselves in this box again but right. it's not about that like please please let go of all the like names and boxes like please just take whatever resonates with you and have it like empower you instead of making a, a, another box for you you know it's like right it's not meant to be this way it's just I, I just think it's really funny actually <laughs> so right and, and and there's no excuses a lot of people do that to be able to give themselves an, an out or an excuse for something too and like I said the information I go through with these strengths It doesn't tell you what you can or can't do in life. There's no excuses here. It just tells you how to go about it best. Yes, 100%. And I feel like it's also about choosing, you know, I can choose and I can decide who I want to be. So if something resonates with me, I can decide to implement it in my life. If something that I read in a self-development test doesn't resonate with me, I can choose to not implement that or I can choose to not make it mean anything about me that it doesn't resonate with me. So yeah, just my two cents. Um, do you have <laughs> any um, perspective on how we can use this tool to express ourselves more authentically? Yeah, like I said, it, um, it, it gives people permission to be themselves, but also it provides a vocabulary for you because a lot of times when we try to explain ourselves, we rationalize, we justify, we can't find the right words. We don't really know how to put it, you know, um, out there to people in a way that they're going to understand. And we sometimes, especially if we're struggling with the confidence in who we are, we talk in circles then about it a lot and it can confuse other people then around us as well. And so I think that it's just um, important to understand them to the point where you have this common vocabulary. And, and so many people too, when you're asked the question, who are you? Or tell me about yourself. What do we do? We immediately talk about the relationships in our lives, what roles we play, what hats we wear. And this gives you a, a perspective and a tool and a, and a tangible way to talk about yourself in terms of who you actually are, who I am as an individual. I am somebody who loves to connect with people and help move them forward. That's a very simplified way of being able to sum my top 10 strengths up in a quick you know, go-to. 
I can go deeper than that and kind of touch and pull some words out of each one of the, the traits and formulate, you know, like a whole little blurb about myself, you know, but it doesn't have anything to do with the people in my life. It doesn't have anything to do with the fact that I'm a mom. Do that? Do they apply to being a mom? Absolutely. Do they apply to all the people in my life? Absolutely. But it's not my definition. Oh, I love that. So it's really the vocabulary that you get from it. I love that. Yeah, you you explained it so well. <laughs> Thank you. Um, is there anything I didn't ask you about this tool that would be good to know or that you would still like to share? Um, I touched on it quickly, but I think it's also important to talk about real quick how you can do this with somebody else in your life, whether it's, you know, your, your mate, um, your partner, or it's your apparent child, teenager relationship, coworkers, whoever it might be. We spend so much of our time and our energy and our, our thoughts naturally gravitate to, I can't believe they wouldn't. How could she ever, you know, all those things that we get so frustrated with one another when all they're doing is simply using their strengths, their way, you're using yours, your way. And one of the services I provide is, like I said, I go through all 34 traits side by side. So, hey, you have empathy high, you might have it low, or you both have it high. So that that's a very helpful tool as well. Amazing. Thanks. Thanks for sharing that. And it makes total sense. You know, like I feel we're so wired to always blame other people and like see the mistake in them. <laughs> but right. it's about taking responsibility of, okay, what are my strengths? What are their strengths? And how can we collaborate? And how can we work together? Being aware that we are two completely different people with two completely different like gifts and talents. Yes. here, And also, right. of course, weaknesses, because everyone has some yes. kind of like um yeah and learn to replace expectations with respectations oh I love that <laughs> okay if um by the way just a technical question is the Clifton Strengths Assessment free or is it a paid one no it is paid it's mm -hmm. I believe $60 to take it I include that price in my package of working with me but you can take it on your own through Gallup for $60 to get the full 34 Awesome. Awesome. That's good to know. Okay. I have um, two more um, personal questions, if you're up for that, that I sure. love to ask my experts that I have here on the podcast. So what do you feel like is your most valuable life and business lesson that you've learned so far? Um, trust yourself. Trust yourself. But in order to trust yourself, you have to know yourself. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, do things your way. Don't try to do them other people's way. Oh, hell yeah. I'm all yeah. about that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for sharing that. Yes, I'm all in. I 100% resonate. Last question. If you had all the money, knowledge, and resources in the world, what would you do? Oh, boy. <laughs> I know it's a loaded question. <laughs> Honestly, I would do what I'm doing now. I would just do it on a larger scale. I would I would travel all over and try to work with as many people in groups and especially hit, like I said, the younger ages, the teenagers, the young adults, just especially those at first adulting years. All oh, those can be so tough trying to figure that out on your own. Um I, I would I would keep doing what I'm doing now, but 
on a much larger scale. And I would definitely help you with that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I 100% resonate with this. Yes, uh, I love that. And hopefully, maybe at some point, <laughs> that's going to be the case, you know, maybe you'll right? be able to do that. So you that's going to be amazing. Thank you so much for your time um, and sharing your wisdom here with us. How can people connect with you? The best place to find me is on my website, feelempoweredeveryday.com. I'm also on um, Instagram at feelempoweredeveryday. And I also wrote a book and it talks about my self-intelligence process. It's in bullet journal form. So it's quick, it's interactive. It gives you takeaways, um, little strategies. So you can find that on Amazon and that's Feel Empowered Every Day Bullet Journal. Perfect. Do you need to take the test in order to read the book or is that like two separate nope. things? Nope, you don't have to take the test in order to read the book. Nope. Amazing. Okay, that's good to know. Well, Elle, thank you so, so much for taking the time again. Um, and for everyone listening, I hope you got some awesome key takeaways from this and some like good insights. Definitely let us know on Instagram. Um, at christine.ofen I would love to to hear what you got away well what you took away from this episode and I'll see you in the next one with another expert bye bye if this resonated with you and you're currently looking for support with how you can start run or scale your business your way in a simple and aligned way you are at the right place I have a one-on-one and a group coaching offer all about how to do business on your terms based on your personality, what you're here to do, how your body and energy operate best, and how to find the business strategies that work for you, based on all of this. So we will cover who you truly are at the core, apart from societal rules, conditioning, etc. We look into your personality and mindset, and then we go over your unique vision and direction to find out what you're here to do. We also look at your unique energy type to see how you can work with your body and energy instead of against it. And if we know all of that, then we can find business strategies for you that are aligned that you can experiment with. And we go over your finances, your offers, and aligned marketing. If this calls to you, schedule a discovery call with me for me to fully understand where you're currently at and see what, if anything, I could offer you. Would love to get to know you. 